He opens so the door day. and just turns the light right on. I said, Sarah, get that fucking cat back into its cage. And what I did not know when I said that was that my roommate's girlfriend had spent the night. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Wild and Wild Podcast. All right, what's up, everybody? We're doing the podcast right now. It's been a long time since we've done a podcast, but we finally got a uh, a free day in our busy schedules. Hello, everybody. It's me, Wild, Sarah Wild, on today's episode of the podcast. We are here today taking time out of our busy schedule. We've been very busy, busy. On to you. (laughs) Okay. So as you can see, Sarah's feeling very comfortable in my house now. Uh, ordinarily, she wouldn't behave like this, but uh, that's really? good. She's um, coming out of her shell a little bit. Yeah, so it's already been one week since we've moved in with each other. Yeah. On our last few episodes, we talk, talked about, you know, this day was coming. We were pretty excited. <clears throat> and today... Here we are, <laughs> together, a little over a week together. How has it been, Nolan? In the same home? It's definitely different. Yeah, Nolan's used to, you know, living independent, his own life, clothes here, whatever there, cooking anytime he wants, napping, right? Is that what you're talking about? Like, it's different? Like Yeah, yeah, your definitely. Your schedule's been changed. I'm not allowed to have three pairs of shoes in the living room anymore, apparently. Apparently, that's strongly frowned upon. Well, I mean, okay, so I moved in my stuff, and I moved in my mom's couch to the living room, and I moved my mom's table to the living room, and no one's over here talking about how it feels so stuffy, (laughs) yet he wants to leave three pairs of his size 20 shoes here and just making it more stuffy, so I'm just trying to free up some extra space. And be organized. I feel like the house definitely is kind of stuffy with your mom's furniture in it. You know what? To be honest, I don't think it's stuffy at all. (laughs) I think you're just used to... Open space? No, you're just used... Well, I guess, but like just more used to how it was before. Very um, minimal. Minimal. Minimal and open. Yeah, so... Before there was a futon, a black futon, this little futon, and then... Um, a little table. Now there's a full size circular table and then, you know, three seater couch. Table for four. Yeah. And now there's a three seater couch. So, I mean, that's what a normal living room looks like and a normal dining room looks like. So, I guess. Yeah. But, um, yeah. What else? Just on that minimalist lifestyle. I mean, it's not that's. Like, it's pretty minimal. There's not more, much more in there. Right, but I'm saying, like, instead of a four-person table, we had a two-person table. hmm Instead of a three-person couch, we had a two-person Three person couch. Three-person futon. Three people can fit on that futon. But, um, we don't have, like, tons of decoration and stuff. It's pretty minimal. It's a couch, a table... And then Nolan's big old bike in the living room, and Nolan's three pairs of shoes and sandals in the living room. Nolan, you're the one that's making it more stuffy, <laughs> not me. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's been quite 
different. This is the first time I've ever moved in with a boyfriend. I've, uh, like I said before, I've lived with roommates and all that stuff. So it's about trying to find a balance between spending time together and not overdoing it and spending time apart. Yeah. Which I think we spend enough time apart as it is because I go to work and then I get home and you're here for two hours and then you go to work. Right. And then you don't get home until after I leave for work. So we don't hardly see each other anyways. So it's perfect. Yep. And I was kind of worried because, like, we were originally living a long-distance relationship for a year and a half. And I was worried that, like, what would happen, since we're so used to our distance, like, what would happen if now we're together? Will we lose that excitement of seeing each other? Would we be, like, tired of each other? Like, so, kind of felt like that in the beginning. I felt like there was we lost the excitement, but you know what? I think it came back. Really? I think you it's felt like you lost the excitement. A little bit. I kind of was like, oh, it's not as exciting. I feel like I don't know. I feel like maybe, um, like you were thinking I was being too like not giving you enough space. So I was oh. like, oh, but I think it had to do with you also being really moody. <laughs> what? In the first few days of us living to with each other because of your sleeping got messed up oh. because of my cat. Yeah. So it just threw off the vibe. Muffin pie likes to run around at 3 a.m. Yeah. I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> so along with me moving in the apartment, so did my cat. And um, he's used to this wide open space in the house. And now he's silence. Wide open space and silence yeah. at night. And he's used to being um, with just me. And he's used to being like... Are you talking about the cat, not me? The cat. <laughs> and he's used to being uh, uh, sleeping all day because I work night shift. Mm. And so he was pretty active the first few days at night. Um, Nolan wakes up super early, so he, like um, BB would be running around with his collar jingling everywhere in the room. He would be going to the bathroom. Um, his litter box is currently in our closet, and um, but we have it there, so it's not like all over the clothes and stuff. And then he would be crunching really loud eating his food. Yeah, we put the food dish in the bedroom, which was a mistake. Yeah, I didn't realize. And then... Dude chomps on that food like it's... Two in the morning. At two in the morning, like it's dry yeah. Captain Crunch or something. Yeah. <laughs> and then he would jump and on the And then he bed. slurps. The way he slurps water is he doesn't take like a little sip here and there. He'll take like a two to three minute long sip of just... <laughs> For two to three minutes, and you're just like, dude, when are you going to stop? <laughs> I know. It's pretty. So, um, and then he would jump up and down on the bed, and it would annoy Nolan, it seemed like. He'd get smacked in the face. He'd put his butt in my face. Yeah. So, that was pretty hard. I feel like it affected him. He would poop in the litter box and then not bury his shit. Yeah, he's pretty lazy. Something. Come here. So, the house, the room would just smell like poop. Yeah. At like 2 a.m. Really? Wow. That sucks. <laughs> I was at work. <laughs> so.
So it was pretty tough because it was a um, adjustment for him and for Nolan. The too. one thing he doesn't do is he doesn't cry. I've not heard him cry once. Yeah. Which I appreciate. He meows. He meows on occasion, and he meows. <laughs> Hey, Meows, just... Speak of the devil. Here he is. Come here. So, yeah. So far, though, I mean, um, I've just been trying to situate myself here and trying to make myself feel more at home. So I cleaned up the kitchen, living room, backyard, and stuff just <laughs> to give my touch and just uh, make myself feel more comfortable. Cause it felt like a, it felt like I was like living in a, like I was living with two guys. I am living with two guys, but it felt like I was still not a part of this apartment yet. So you wanted to earn your stripes by sweeping some leaves? Not that. I just wanted to make myself feel like how I would want to live. So I organized the air, the place, and stuff. And it didn't, now it feels like more like a place I might want to live more longer. <laughs> I wouldn't want to leave a backyard full of leaves, <laughs> like, and bugs crawling everywhere. And I wouldn't like the kitchen being full of, like, junk everywhere. So, I mean, made it my place. Now I feel better. Also, I'm sure they appreciated it, right? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely different, but it's... What? I'll give you credit. It's clean. It's very clean. So. But we'll see how long you can keep it up for. I know, right? <laughs> we'll see. So, yeah. That's been our update. Moved in. Got myself situated. Got pretty much everything moved out of my old, of my, where I used to live. And, um, yeah. Cat. Cat is uh, getting adjusted too. We've made some changes to make the sleeping with the cat more comfortable for Nolan. I hope he's getting more rest now. Yeah, I'm definitely getting more rest for <laughs> sure. Mm-hmm. I scratched Sarah's mom's couch when we were moving it over here. Yeah. So we moved the couch from an upstairs to downstairs on a windy. How do you say it? Like a horseshoe type of staircase so it was bound to scratch something and um, i don't even know what i scratched it on but she on the not- wall oh which wall uh when you were turning the corner the wall just the wall when you were going down the stairs the first set of stairs going down it was like oh when the guy was holding it when you were holding it and the guy was holding it i guess and then um, he also knocked over my mom's pot going down the stairs. <laughs> About to go down the stairs, but she's trying to get rid of the stuff. It's okay. <laughs> One last thing that she has. So, yeah, we're. That's pretty much the. Do you want to talk about the U Haul? What, uh, what do you want to say? I mean. Did you want to talk about the whole U-Haul experience? So, I guess. So, I got a U-Haul. Let's talk about getting the U-Haul. What do you mean? Like shopping for the U-Haul. Yeah, well, Nolan already knows it's his fault (laughs) that I listened to him. So, Sarah asked me, should we rent the U-Haul in Sacramento 
drive it to Concord, and then bring it back to Sacramento. And to me, that seems kind of like uh, kind of foolish having to do a round trip. The way I always thought U-Haul worked was you rent from a place, and then you drive drive it to wherever you you need to go, and then you drop it off at your destination. Like you don't drive it back. So that's how I thought the pricing for U-Haul worked. Like you're gonna get your best rate based on the shorter distance that you travel. But apparently it's not like that. And Nolan did his research first too. He looked at it, looked at the pricing and everything, but he still was firm on his belief that it's better to do one straight trip instead of a trip there, trip back. Yeah, well, what I looked at was from Discovery Bay to Sacramento, it was like a hundred bucks. So I didn't expect it to be that expensive, like in you no know, round trip. It was not. Round it was, was one hundred ninety-seven dollars. No, it was a like hundred dollars. Mm. Oh, I don't know. What I saw. Yeah, but for some reason he was looking at Discovery Bay. We were going to Walnut Creek. But um, basically, I was. Basically, kind of- Sarah spent like three hundred and fifty dollars. So I, what happened, <laughs> yeah, I went with what Nolan suggested because, I mean, I usually trust Nolan's judgment and his, like, knowledge and expertise on things because he's a very experienced guy and he's done, apparently he says he's done U-Haul before. And so I was like, I guess, like, it makes more sense to just go from Sacramento back to Sacramento because it's just charging 89 cents per mile versus $300 that we see here going from Sac to Walnut Creek or Walnut Creek to Sac. But I was like, I I don't know, maybe I'm not maybe I'm not reading this right. So picked up the U-Haul in Walnut Creek area <clears throat> and then drove it up to Sacramento. It was a 15-footer. I actually ordered a 10-footer, but they gave me a 15-footer. Maybe they were or out of the 10-footers and it ended up costing me $339 total when it could have just costed me $100 (laughs) something dollars had I picked it up in sack and dropped it up in sack. It's not my fault. And Nolan... Take no responsibility. Nolan is... you You know, I was very upset with Nolan because, I mean, yes, it was my fault because I was the one who made the decision in the end, but... It was very foolish of me to think Nolan was knowledgeable in this area and just, you know, to even have trusted Nolan. I shouldn't have trusted him. (laughs) I guess now I know it's a learning lesson that Nolan doesn't necessarily know everything. And he's, I am actually sometimes better off using my own gut instinct. I mean, I've done many things already on myself. I think... I think the appropriate solution to all these issues you're bringing up right now is just do the research and then go with what's the the best option. I did the research. And what did it tell you? And Nolan said that was foolish. So I said, okay, we'll go with your plan since you seem like my plan doesn't make any sense when my plan ended up being the smarter plan. Smarter in what way? And the cost effic- efficiency. Well, you can see what it's going to cost at the end of the day. 
I know, and we did. We found out. Why did you choose the more expensive one is what I'm asking. Because you made it seem like you knew what you were talking about. Like, you literally made it seem like you were so confident in you what you knew you were talking about. So I was like, I guess he's done this before. I'll just do what he says. And that was the dumbest decision I've ever made because <laughs> I, I wasted 200 extra dollars. But you didn't waste time. Um, I would have rather done that, done it the, my way. It wouldn't have wasted time. So yeah. here's the thing. You dropped off that U-Haul 10 minutes before they closed. If you're late, you get charged another 24 hours for it. No. <laughs> no, it's, I would have done the online drop-off and dropped off the keys. Well, it seems like you had it figured out. Mm -hmm. You gotta have a... Yeah, because I did my research. A, You're, you keep thinking... You need thinking, to have a stronger will next time. The thing is, Nolan just thinks I just do everything on impulse and don't think about it. But I did do my research. I did all my research. But I, the, the problem that I made was trusting Nolan's judgment and deciding Nolan was the smarter <laughs> person when I was the smarter person this whole time. Sarah, you want to know something? What? I will always trust my own judgment over yours. Okay, but mine was the better one, wasn't it? Wasn't mine the smarter one? Yeah. And it always is. It always is, but you always just want to go with your way. <laughs> For some reason. I think we're both pretty, like, we're, we're used to doing things pretty independently on our own. So. No, I think it has to do with... Um... What? It does. Whatever I'm saying is what it is. <laughs> I grew up not as well off as your family did. What does that mean? What are you talking about? I feel like you blow a lot more money than I do. I feel like I blow a lot more money because I can, but like I don't have, I don't usually, Nolan, I have a lot. <laughs> okay, whatever. What? I felt like you had a lot to say just now. Let's let's hear it. No, I'm not going to talk about it. It's what do you mean we're not going to talk it's about it? It's a podcast. It's not appropriate. I'm just saying, just, I mean, it, like, had it been you and you would have done it your way and you would have gone to Walnut Creek and came back and dropped it off in Sacramento and realized you spent $300, it would have been, like, the worst thing for you. But, right. like, yeah. because it happened it to been. me... It was okay because I have that money. It wasn't that big of a deal, but oh, I just wish damn. I never. I just wish I never did it. Oh damn! See, this is why I don't want to say it on a podcast because it sounds That's like I'm brutal. just some. <laughs> well, I work. First of all, everybody on this podcast, I work really hard for my money. Okay, I studied hard for my money. I'm not trying to sound <laughs> like I'm a. Uh, like we're getting into it that now, money Sarah. that money that i'm talking about that i was easily able to at least come up with was because i worked hard as hell for it like i went to college and studied harder sarah than comes home else. today new grill cover new yeah. what else did you get just blowing it just blowing that money because no she one thinks can, I spent, she worked hard i literally spent like five dollars on that grill cover <laughs> relax like, Nolan still thinks, like, you think I'm so bad with my money, but you don't realize how much money I have. Like, it's not that big of a deal. I'm not gonna, did I come home with a new grill because yours was, like, disgusting beyond belief? No. I got a grill cover to make it, see, you have to spend your money wisely, Nolan. Oh, that's what it is. Jesus. Okay. So, people, 
Well, thank you for clarifying that for me. Yes, exactly. Now you're talking when the way I feel like you're trying to t- attack me right now is make I'm it not seem trying like to attack you. make it seem like I'm just blowing my money. No. <laughs> blowing my money, like I said, would be me coming home with a new grill. I got you a protective cover so you don't have to buy a new grill in the next year because you leave it out in the sun all day and it's going to go bad in a year. <laughs> but now you have like much more years, so you're saving money in the end. You want to know something? I'm pretty sure you're going to say it's it's meant to last forever. It doesn't no, really matter. <laughs> that's not my grill. Whose grill is it? It's the landlord's grill. Oh, so you don't care. Well, then you can use a cover for your next grill. <laughs> my <later>. other grill. <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't know. I thought it was your grill. Well, anyways, um, people, what I just want to say is do your research. Um, trust your gut instinct. Most likely it's correct, and don't um, let someone's ego (laughs) think that your decision-making skills are not good enough. So trust your instinct and do your research and just believe in yourself. You can do it on your own. You don't need anybody. You can have people to help, but not to make the decision for you, because in the end, it is your money and your life. So this is recording, so next time you try to blame something on me, I'm going to play this back for you. Yeah, I'm glad this happened so I can learn my lesson and not trust you all the time. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, so whatever. So, Sarah was almost late to returning the U-Haul because she was petting a kitten (laughs) yes so looks like my yeah my roommate's uh girlfriend found a kitten took it in they called me before um earlier in the day my roommate called me earlier in the day asking how to take care of a kitten and i just told him a whole bunch of stuff that i remember when i took care of a kitten and uh, yeah let's talk about the morning the kitten came out and scared you so so this is what happened So this girl says that she's going to drop the kitten off at whatever place. So they take the kitten at like 5 p.m. That's fine, whatever. Kitten's gone in my mind. I go to bed kind of early. So me and Sarah are laying in bed, and then we hear them. I'm I'm half asleep already, but I hear them come back from wherever they were at, and they still had the cat. And Sarah's like, I'm going to go look at the kitten. Mm -hmm. I'm like, all right, that's fine. And I go to sleep. I wake up in the morning and I go out into the kitchen. I'm cooking myself breakfast and I hear the cat meowing. So I assume that Sarah had somehow convinced them to leave the kitten there. And Sarah was going to watch over it for whatever reason or for whatever length. So this cat's meowing at me. It's in its cage though. I finish cooking breakfast. I turn this around. This is the next morning. Yeah, I turn around and this thing is looking at me and it's meowing out of its cage. And I'm just like, what the hell? So I storm back into the room. Hold on. This is at 5. No. What time is it? 4:30. Yeah, it was 15. 4 something in the morning. 4 in the morning. I'm like half asleep. No, his roommates are our roommates are roommates definitely asleep. I open the door, I'm like, Sarah? He opens the door and just turns the light right on. 
I said, Sarah, get that fucking cat back into its cage. And what I did not know when I said that was that my roommate's girlfriend had spent the night. And it was not Sarah's decision to leave the cat overnight as I thought it was. So poor, <laughs> poor roommate's girlfriend probably jumps out of bed, hears Nolan, and runs to the kitchen and grabs to the get cat. the kitten. I felt so bottle. bad afterwards. Yeah. I tell Nolan, I'm like, Nolan, why do you have to be such an asshole? Or whatever I said, I was like, why do you have to be so mean? Because you came in and like we're like, Sarah, get the fucking cat in the cage. <laughs> and I'm like... I'm, I was not ready for that kind of like wild aggression from a wild animal in my kitchen in the morning. This kitten is literally the size of a girl's palm. It is so tiny. And it's a little black kitten. So Nolan is all freaking out here, scared out of his mind. He runs into the <laughs> kitchen to get the cat in the fucking cage. <laughs> so that was, that was pretty funny. I think it was cracking up after because I was like, Jesus Christ. Nolan. That thing was tiny though. You said it was like two weeks? Oh, two or three weeks. Ago. How long does it take a cat to get full size cat? I'd say like two years, maybe. Really? Two, three years. Two to three years. Oh, wow. Yeah. I thought it took less time than that. I, I don't know. Maybe, I think two. I would say two. I'm not a cat expert, but I felt like my cat was very, it took forever to grow. <laughs> yeah, late puberty. <laughs> so, um, I told my roommate's girlfriend, I was like, I'm so sorry for Nolan being, <laughs> saying that. I don't think he knew you were Did you really say that to I her? did. I was like, because <laughs> I felt so bad. And I was like, what the heck is your problem? <laughs> and she thought it was funny. But, yeah, they got rid of the cat. They have a foster. I was just like, I already knew how much work it put, it takes to take care of a kitten that young so I wasn't willing to but mm -hmm. I was willing to do it like overnight that night because maybe Denny uh, just one or two wanted to like, sleep or something yeah. not for like fostering or taking in long term right <laughs> but after I think like 15 minutes with the cat I was already kind of getting like I don't want to do this anymore Really? But I mean, like, more so, like, it reminded me of... What kind like, of, like, stuff do you have to do to take care of a kitten? Well... Like, what kind of maintenance is there? Well, um, you have to uh, feed them every so often, but you can't feed them. Sometimes they don't like to feed continuously. It's like they start, like, sucking on the nipple, whatever, for a certain amount of time for, like, five seconds. sucking on the nipple? <laughs> on the bottle. Excuse me? <laughs> Like it on the bottle, they do it like on and off. It's not continuous, so you're like, oh, is it? Do you want the bottle? And it looks like they want the bottle, and then they don't want it anymore, and then they want it. So it's like an endless cycle of feeding them. And sometimes I'm sure they'll like feed for a while. Then um, you have to mimic the way the mom um, takes care of them. So when they have to poo and pee, the mom actually um, licks their butt. So you had to lick the cat's <laughs> butt. No. So I, you would have to get like a cool, like a wet cotton ball, something wet and just wipe the butt and they start peeing and pooing. And then you have to do that 
before or after they feed. What? Yep. Are you sure? Yeah. And then you have so, to make... Um, a kitten that's on its own can't poop on its own? A, ki- a very young kitten can't. Uh, actually, I'm not 100% sure, but um, I don't think so because that's what the re- the Google said. And that's also what the the expert said to roommate's girlfriend about the kitten. You ha- they have to stimulate them to for them to pee. <laughs> what yeah. the hell? Yeah. So then you have to um, keep him warm. And then you have to, you know, they start meowing like crazy. It's like the whole feeding and peeing and pooing and just like keeping them in one place. Because obviously it got out and that morning. So you had to like run and get it. Mm-hmm. Or uh, Daniel had to run and get it. So it's like keeping it in a safe space. And then just knowing that they meow like crazy. Like they meow really loud. So you want to try to calm them down. So it's like a 24-7 taken care of mm-hmm. damn yeah so how old was muffin when you got him he was like i think he was born in may and i got him in august May, june july august so, so he had already already had the rough parts out of his system yeah he was like two three months three no three months when i saw him i think he was like two and a half months and then he was just a little kitten when I got him, but not a tiny one, obviously. Three months, good. good and he's age. a big boy too. Yeah. So that was. So that happened. So that happened, Nolan. You need to be careful with your words and not wake people up at four in the morning. Saying the f word <laughs> makes you look like a bad person. I know he didn't mean it in a mean bad way. He was just. Probably a little stressed or something. I don't know why you were like that. <laughs> I don't know either. So yeah. Um, oh, I I want I remember I wanted to do something. I want to play a clip and then talk about the clip. Okay. Is it a clip about a recording that I did? No. A video clip? Yeah, it's something I saw on Reddit. I actually already showed it to you. All right, let's check it out. Oh, PSA, everybody. So, um, Nolan, you didn't know I wanted to mention this, but I promised my coworker that I wanted to mention this, uh, that I would mention this because I hope this podcast one of these days gets big and the whole world is educated. Nolan, just go to my Reddit Sarah, app. Finish your, finish your so, thought, jeez. As a nurse, and as my coworker is a nurse, um, there's actually something that a lot of gr- girls, maybe girls more so, don't realize. But um, they come into the hospital, or they live their li- live their young lives, thinking this certain behavior is normal. And it is a hundred percent. Well, I don't know about hundred percent, but ninety nine percent not okay and not normal. This certain habit. So you should be pooping every two or three days. If you do it daily, that's fine. Okay, but there's people out there that think it's fine to poop. Once a week, 
once every few weeks, once a month, and they're like, oh, it's my normal. No, people, you need to be pooping on a daily basis or every two or three days. Really? Yes. I have had people come in the hospital tell me that it's normal for them. And it is not. It is messing up your intestines. It is messing up your health. I guess if you're not eating, which hopefully that's, I mean, hopefully you are. But like if you're not eating, maybe you don't have enough to make a good solid poop, but um, your body always has to have something in it and it's always digesting something. So please people, if you know somebody, I feel like girls might be more like this because they don't feel like they need to poop every so often. You need to be pooping every two to three days. It is not normal to tell my mom once a that. month. My mom poops like two to three times a day. If you're pooping more frequently than that, that's uh, <laughs> then there's also something. Does the wrong. food not like digest all the way, or like- well, what it might be is that um, because your body is very particular about what you eat, and it takes the nutrients that it needs. So if you're pooping so frequently, you're probably not eating very healthy, or you're probably not eating things your body needs and it just wants to take it out so that's probably what it is that's what um i think i learned that about animals like if you feed your dog and they're just pooping all the time it's probably because they're not absorbing there's not enough nutrients for it to absorb it doesn't take in all of it right it just wants it's like not able to because it's not even good content so your body doesn't want the body doesn't want it. It's like get out of here. I don't mm-hmm. need that. So I think of it as like for humans too. If they're pooping so frequently, it's probably because it's not good for their body, and or it could be it could be tons of other reasons. Maybe you don't have the digestive enzymes. Maybe you don't have the right yeah intestinal anatomy going on, and it's not absorbing. So so that's these, Sarah's. Medical PSA. PSA of the uh, Please be mindful podcast. of your health, guys. Thank you very much. As a nurse, we see a lot of things, and you got to really be careful. Okay, what are we going to do? All right, do? I'm going to play this clip, and Sarah's going to have a reaction to it. We're both going to have a reaction to it. I've, I showed this one to you already, but I thought this would be a, like a fun thing we could try in the podcast. Okay. So before I start, this is going to be a clip of a professional p- pickup artist in action. Oh yeah, I didn't like Pro this pickup video. artist is in quotes. It's found on Reddit under the subreddit topic Cringetopia. This is a very awkward this clip. This made me so uncomfortable. Little preface to the story here. This guy is coming up to three girls that appear to be on a bench talking to each other. He doesn't know who the they are. I'm describing the video before I play it so people can like paint the picture in the head. Three girls sitting on a bench. This guy's coming up trying to get some phone numbers or whatever. Let's see what happens. You guys look absolutely adorable together. Thank you. You're welcome. I didn't make you adorable though. I just noticed it. I should thank you for adding sort of, I don't know, ambiance. So what did you think about that first impression? 
Um, well, I thought it was very, maybe a little, it was sweet of him to think that they were adorable. It's a weird thing to say to a girl. I would kind of be like, um... Adorable is kind of like adorable? a cute word, you Why know? adorable? But it's very, I mean... He, I mean, they they got the gist of you know they he thinks that they think they're good looking. Okay, let's continue. Are you of New York City? I'm Todd. We're in the middle of a conversation, actually. <laughs> Immediately. I'm still Todd. They feel okay. uncomfortable. Nice to meet you. So polite, so kind. I'm sorry, I just like, I, I'm, I'm not used to people not being nice to me. I don't know how to deal with it. I just wanted to meet sorry, you. Sorry, we just don't really know what to say, but we appreciate it. Who are you guys? I'm sorry. Sorry? I'm, I'm like, who are you guys? We're three friends. Yeah. Cool. So, you can already see there, they're so uncomfortable and they don't want to even say their names. They don't want to introduce him into their life like that, like right they're trying they don't want to engage anymore they're like yeah. let's cut him off by just being vague as can be yeah i also feel like that's one of the most awkward things you can do too is like you might go in with like a plan like oh you're, i'm gonna call these i'm gonna tell these girls they're pretty cute mm -hmm. that's gonna be my plan and then you do that and then what do you do after? I feel like that's what this dude's doing. He stood He's there for like, like 10 seconds think, and didn't say yeah, anything. What it is is he thinks that they owe him more for like saying that they he thinks that they're attractive. Like, is that what you think it I is? Think so. I think he okay. thinks, okay, I gave you this compliment. Now what are you going to say to me? And what Not like not expecting a compliment from him, but he's expecting them to engage in him. Okay, let's continue. Coco, are you like... Students, you work. Are you nice people? Do you? I mean, I don't even know. Work. Work. Yeah. I'm sorry. I think we got off on the wrong foot. I, I think we're having a conversation, and we'd like to keep having a conversation. If you don't mind. I'm just cool. Go visiting, ahead. and I want to see. Yeah, we haven't, <laughs> seen, we haven't nice. seen each other in a long time. So it's been two cool. years. Really? Yeah. It's funny. I've been I've been alive for 31 years. I haven't yet to meet any of you. That's why it's so important to me that I meet you right now. Okay, that's some of the corniest shit I've ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> it's so long, and I haven't seen any of you, and I just missed you my that's entire so life. It's been really tough. I've had a really I, rough I life. I believe that, but yeah. there's a lot of, like, second placers in New York, I think. Yeah, we're first place, but there's a lot of... What is that? It just mean? doesn't make sense. <laughs> she just says there's a lot of second placers in new york what does that mean <laughs> like lower class people you can talk to really <laughs> yeah why would she say that i don't know i think she was getting kind of flustered and angry mm. but okay let's just continue Uh -huh. No, I know, but you guys are like the cutest that are here that I haven't met. I just wanted to say hi. Hi. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, mostly, I just actually wanted to meet you. You have a very feisty, adorable look about you. Ooh, he's picking out one of them. Yeah. conversation he always interrupts him. yeah he didn't even let that girl that he finds the more attractive one 
even talk. He's like, oh, no, no, no. Conversation, like a 911 kind of situation. Exactly. Yeah. If this doesn't happen, like the fate of the free world might fall under a bus. Exactly. Damn, you guys are really important. Now I feel like I really have to meet you. Maybe next time. Uh, I don't think that's gonna happen, unfortunately. Just that seems like some serial killer shit. Like, I know, right? I don't think that's gonna that's happen. That's already like feeling threatening. <laughs> and he's wearing all black. <laughs> Sad. I'm really depressed now. See, I just, I actually just got up the courage to like talk to girls. I was talking to my therapist for a long time. You guys are the first girls I talked to. And now, now it'll be like years till I get up the courage to talk to girls anymore. I can't believe you did that to me. So what were you guys talking about? What's like, literally, what's a conversation that's so important? I just want to know. I'll leave. I really will leave. I'm just curious. I don't even remember anymore. Yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> oh, that's cool. In that case, hi, I'm Todd. Nice to meet you. I don't mean to be an ass, but seriously, I just want to meet you guys. Is that so bad? No, I'm not. Is it so bad to be a hopeless romantic and meet three girls and just want to meet them? You hate me right now, but you can't. I would really, I would really appreciate if you could just let us have to return our conversation. I'm so hurt. Just tell me I'm ugly. Like, tell me I'm ugly and you're, awful you're fine, and you want me to leave. Just tell me that. We're like running short on time. We haven't seen each other in a long time. She's leaving town tomorrow. We really just would leave mind like... It's fine. It's just, it's just, it's just messing with like I don't get it. Okay, well we it doesn't don't get register. It. I don't get it either, so. Take it easy. Take care, guys. Bye now. So they, the girls get up off the bench and they leave. Hmm. So Thankfully, a, he doesn't pursue them further. So, as a guy, how do you feel about that video? Well, I'll give you my take after you tell me how you feel about as it as a girl. Well, I think that. It was fine for him to have approached these girls. That's great. Shoot your shot. But to insist and gaslight and... What is gaslighting? I, From what I understand, gaslighting is like, let's say that somebody has a problem with you. Like you are hitting me, like abusing me. Mm-hmm. And then... Gaslighting is you telling me, well, you're the, I'm the reason why I'm hit, you're hitting me, like me being misbehaving. So it's making feel like I'm the reason why I'm getting hit when the problem is you're literally an abusive person and you're hitting me. There's no reason to, they're like putting the blame on the other person. Okay. That's gaslighting. So that he's saying like, wow, you guys are like, he's. He's just making them, trying to make them feel guilty for having come up to them and shoot his shot. And And then shutting him down. And then shutting him down. Okay. And um, I think that these girls don't owe him anything at all. Do you think the girls were rude? I don't think the girls were rude at all. In fact, I think that they were providing too much information. Oh, really? I think they, they didn't owe him anything. They didn't... I think it's fine to say hello. I think it's kind of rude if somebody says hello and you don't say hello back. It's kind of rude. But that's it. If you don't want to talk, don't say any more information. Don't tell them, hey, my friend is leaving tomorrow. Just, I think the problem for them was they didn't know how to have him leave because he wasn't leaving. Right. They wanted to go back to their conversation. They didn't want to get up and go because they thought he would. 
Yeah. So, and if I was that, if I was those girls looking at that video, I would have been like, hello, okay, thank you. But I'm going to head out now because I don't feel comfortable. Like, be honest. Be like, mm-hmm. I don't feel comfortable with you here. You keep pushing me and you keep making me uncomfortable. And I don't want to answer your questions. Yeah. I'm done. I think if I heard that, I would probably stop talking. <laughs> and like I said, you they, they don't owe him anything. They don't owe him any information. They could have just completely ignored him. Because what people like is that persist. The people that are those annoying people who want something out of somebody they like they feed off that like oh they're giving me attention whatever attention it is if it's bad or good i like it i'm gonna keep trying to get more yeah and people like don't like when they get ignored and that's when they get turned off in a way so what about you (laughs) so the guy in this clip i've actually met him in real life no way. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Tell he us is more. a his name is Todd Valentine and he is a pickup artist, instructor, a I guess like some sort of self wellness type coach. Mm-hmm. And me and my good friend Jacob actually went to one of his seminars oh, probably wow. I think it was like twenty three, twenty four. Twenty years ago? So like five years ago, six years ago, Damn. and uh, there was it was just like this conference room in some like hotel in uh, the financial district of San Francisco. They rented out like a whole like uh, conference room, and they were trying to get people to sign up for their course that they would have in Las Vegas, where they would fly people out. For, Nolan like, took a course on how to pick up girls with so his they, friend. They would. What they would do is they would try and get people to sign up, pay like two thousand dollars to fly them out to Las Vegas for like a week, and then show them how to pick up chicks. I've watched a lot of Todd's videos. I can tell you what he's doing. What he's doing is something that's not necessarily the most most sincere, but is it is the high percentage. Um, shot to get girls. That's what you're saying. That's what the majority of guys think they're supposed to do. Sure, to get girls. You can put it that way. Okay. What he's doing is he's called. It's called burning it to the ground, where you pursue a, a girl or group of girls until they either sleep with you or you get their number or that's um, crazy. I they get up and leave I wouldn't think any girl would ever want to sleep with somebody like that <laughs> unless they're insanely attractive but even yet that was beyond annoying yeah I, I don't think every interaction is going to be a good one you know mm-hmm. if say for example you go up to five random guys on the street when you were single and ask for their number and ask like try and have sex with them how many do you think you'd be able to have sex with that day mm-hmm. not very many of them so it's a low percentage game um a lot of times you're gonna miss your are shot are you kidding me it would be a high number i think every single guy would want to sleep with the girl 
<laughs> what are you talking about? Okay, it's well, the other way. Okay. If a guy went out to get girls' numbers, they would all say no. Right, right. If a girl did it, and they'd be, she'd be like, let's sleep together. That guy would be on that in the two seconds. Are you kidding me? Yeah. No, I, yeah, that's <laughs> definitely backwards. But that whole interaction I saw from Todd just now, definitely not his greatest work, but I see where he's coming from, and it's gotten him a lot of success in the past. He's literally made a career. Wait, a that was supposed to be him trying to pick up girls? I thought it was just fake. No, it's real. Oh, my God. That's crazy. I thought it was an example of what not to do. <laughs> like, he purposely did it to not do No. It. Show people what not to do. No, no. Whoa. That's crazy. So I think, you know, one of the things in the pickup artist community is this concept of a natural, of a guy that's just naturally charismatic. Some people you don't have to teach that to. They just got it. Mm. You know those guys. Mm-hmm. Usually they're known as, like, the more popular guys in school. <laughs> well, I wasn't talking about, like, those guys, but, like, movie stars and stuff. Oh, I don't know. Are you talking about, like, in movies and stuff? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I guess. But that's just fantasy. We're talking about real life. So. Yeah. Like the actors that play the characters in the movies, is mm -hmm. what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta... Um, I think um, people think that they owe them a conversation because they're being nice and complimenting, but nope. Like if somebody's like, hey girl, you got a nice booty, you don't gotta, you don't have to feel like you have to say thank you. Like, that's terrible. That's like, you don't wanna, obviously if it was some from some ugly guy or something, that would be very uncomfortable, but if it was from some like really Wait, hot hold guy, on, hold on. if it was from some really hot guy, I feel like some girls would love it. <laughs> be like, thanks. So there's a double standard there. Is that what we call double standard? Yeah, double standard. Standard for ugly people. <laughs> standard for attractive people. Yeah. So <laughs> interesting. Hopefully, um, people don't do that. Like, you should, like, as a person, you should be able to pick up the cues, like, from people if they don't, if they're not interested or they want you to leave them alone. Like, just leave them alone. Right. Well, I think a lot of times um, these cues get perceived as what's called a shit test. And a shit test in the pickup artist community is, like, a question that a girl asks a guy to see if he's like with it or not mm -hmm. what does that mean so a girl might say like fuck what's a what's a common shit test i can't think of one it's been so long since i've dated girls sarah it's been over a year i haven't been shit tested in a long time what's a shit test i don't understand it's like a question a girl asks a guy to see if he's like worthy or not oh like what do you do yeah but it's typically like a little bit edgier than that do you work out not to see not to necessarily see like who a person is but what they are like oh. are they a real man oh oh you probably say that to all the girls like something like that 
Yeah, something like that. Kind of. I don't know. We can Google up a new a, a shit test really fast. It's insane. Yeah, because um that stuff gets uncomfortable. <laughs> Tell you what. I had this guy, so as a nurse, um I don't know, people get men you like get lonely in the hospital so i've been harassed multiple times as a nurse so i've been learning as i've been going on how to address like there was this guy that was insistent kept insisting on photographing me like after work like having me go to his studio or whatever and me photographing him and i kept saying like i remember this was one of the first times i had been like felt uncomfortable and um I thought maybe I thought I had to say like I was feeling myself like oh I owe it to him to like say thank you and like oh that's very nice of you and like talked more about him and open up more about my life or whatever like mm -hmm. that I rode motorcycle and I like live in like where I lived and all that stuff and I look back now and I didn't have to say any of that and I should have just said from the beginning um, that's not appropriate to say and I'd rather not like just shut him down from the very beginning because he kept pushing like the day he left he saw me and insisted on taking photos and then the day he came back on another admission he kept insisting and then the last time he had been told not to talk like the charge nurse said that's not appropriate you need to stop and then it stopped oh wow yeah and then there's just been that was probably one of the more extreme cases but every other case now i've been learning to say no that's not appropriate and i don't want to further elaborate <laughs> you don't have to <laughs> Because I found the definition of a shit test. Okay. So a shit test is a way somebody can calibrate somebody else. Okay. See if they're... Worthy. Worthy or not. Okay. If they're a real man or a real woman or not. And there's a couple different types. There's a social shit test. It uh, tests your, like, how you are socially. Mental shit tests. Physical shit tests. And financial shit tests. So if you have no friends, low IQ, physically weak, and are broke, you're failing all the shit tests. If you are very persuasive, smart, um, in shape, and financially stable, you're passing all the shit tests. You should have no problem getting a woman. So it's a question. Woman. A question would be, let's see here. Like I said, what do you do? Yeah, that would be like a financial shit test. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Because then it can elaborate into, like, I work at Chipotle versus I work at Intel headquarters. So here's an example. If... I think he's drinking with a toilet bowl, man. Maybe that's why the water's low. <laughs> so a shit test would be, so I go up to Sarah. Sarah's wearing a 
black and white striped tank top and i'm like where'd you get that from damn girl you ready to go to the beach damn girl you look like you just came from the beach and sarah's looking at me like what the fuck what do you say i said no (laughs) i'm just tan (laughs) you want to clean my house for some extra money uh, that's racist. <laughs> what are you, are you saying because about? I'm Latina? You think all Latinas are house good at cleaning? No, because you're wearing that shirt. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it either. <laughs> Anyways, a shit test would be like if a girl says, Is that your line or routine? A bad response would be, No, it's not. Or, I don't have a routine. A good response would be, to say, yeah, I was practicing in front of the mirror all morning. Yeah, that's what I said. Do you say that to all the girls? And what did I say? You said, yeah, that would be, yeah, maybe. As in response to like, yeah, maybe that's. So uh, this is what happened on Tinder. I swiped right on Sarah. And Sarah's, Sarah messages me. Sarah's first message was actually a shit test. And I will never forget it. She says, do you swipe right on all the girls? And I said, yeah, I swipe right on all the guys, too. <laughs> and it was completely honest to me. Mm-hmm. Because what you I would... Swipe what I, the guys, too? What I would do on Tinder is I would swipe right, and I would not even look at my phone. <laughs> and I would swipe until I didn't have any swipes left. <laughs> but that's an example of a shit test, like... Mm-hmm. If I would have said something like, only you because you're like, yeah, so beautiful, like, that would have been kind of weird because you didn't have any (laughs) photos of yourself. (laughs) Yeah, because I I had a photo, like I said in prayer podcast, I don't, it wasn't a photo of me, it was a photo of an object. So that's why I was like, why would he swipe on me? Obviously, he's swiping on every single girl. So are you swiping on all the girls? I didn't really know how to open up a conversation with you without making it seem like the basic, hey, because that gets boring in two seconds. Like the most boringest conversation can be like, hey, what's up? So I was like, I'm going to shoot my shot by doing a shit test that I know he obviously swipes on every girl (laughs) unless he has a fascination for a girl's named Mary. (laughs) So... Yeah, that makes sense. All right. We don't got to worry about that anymore, though, right? This is for the people that know. Yeah, this is for our people that used to be in our shoes, early 20 listeners. <laughs> we see you in the stats. So what are you trying to we say? What's you. your PSA for those people? PSA for the guys. You're going to get rejected. You're going to get rejected a lot. Um, don't worry about that. Just worry about yourself. Focus on what you can do yourself. Practice makes perfect. It takes time. More repetition. You'll get there. Mm. Yeah, I guess. And what do you have to say for the girls? I have to say that same, pretty much the same thing. And maybe a little note for the guys too, because I feel like the guys get shut down a lot more often. So I was going to say that, like, there's going to be a lot of bad before you find a good. And you might find something good, 
and it still might not be something that will be that thing that you want. Yeah, I think that girls have higher standards when it comes to guys than guys do when it comes to girls. I think guys have, I think both of us, both guys and girls have higher standards, but like... What are you talking about? I'm talking about... One can only be higher than the other. No, what I, let me, let me finish. So like, girls obviously have higher standards than guys when it comes to sleeping with people, but but guys and girls have their standards when it comes to marrying someone and being in a relationship with someone a guy's not gonna the guy's gonna sleep with tons of girls but he's not gonna marry any of those girls true that's very true he's still gonna find the one that's meant for him i don't know there's obviously outliers some guys will just find whatever you can get girls very picky with who they sleep with and also who they decide to marry but yeah just know i don't think that's necessarily true really to marry? To sleep with? Mm-hmm. What do you mean? I think girls will sleep with a lot of guys. I don't think so. Mm-mm. Unless they're trying to, like, get over someone, they'll do that. And they'll probably find the first thing that they can get. But otherwise, I don't think so. Then that's going to make a really small pool of girls. And you're going to have all these guys fucking this really small population of girls? I guess. There's a lot of girls out there there's a lot more girls than guys i feel like so there's i don't know but well i mean like for example like in the university there was 60 percent girls and 40 percent guys so damn yeah i don't like to be a guy there and my university no it's like that in a lot of csus and uc is equal 50 50 in private like i don't know princeton or whatever it's 50 50 but in csus there's more girls than guys so what? yeah I think that's true about Sac State. There's more girls than guys. CSUs, yeah. So it's. Um, but what I was saying is like, a guy that's an eight out of ten will get a lot more girls than a guy that's a seven out of ten. Mm-hmm. But a girl that's a seven out of ten, she won't get as many guys as the eight out of ten girl will get, but it'll be close. Okay. I think the girls will throw themselves at the high caliber guys Mm -hmm. like because you hear about guys that have slept with like over a hundred girls you don't really hear about that with girls Mm -hmm. because because guys sleep a guy will sleep with a six seven eight nine or ten and have no problem with it yeah they will also sleep with the fives the fours probably not the threes or the twos or the ones but they will sleep with the fives and the fours they won't tell you about them but they'll do it yeah well that's just how it is i just want people to know it's just not to give up and don't blame girls for being for being uh what do you how do you say it picky for being too picky like it's not if the girl doesn't want you just let it go you can be persistent i guess Persistent to a certain extent because sometimes girls change their minds. They might not have liked a guy and eventually realize how much they like them so you can Come in and out of their world make a miss them and then find they'll find out that they truly love you But or like you But just don't give up and don't blame the girl oh. species What I wanted to do another PSA Since we have listeners and they're good listeners I wanted to inform them on some class action lawsuits that you can cash in on 
called Cash Action Lawsuits. It's 77 Cash Law. So there's a protein shake. Oh, what are you doing? Are you advertising? No, I'm not advertising. Hmm. Uh, I mean, it's advertising, but it's oh. for a class action lawsuit. It's okay. not like I'm going to be making money off this. Okay. But all of our friends are, if they listen to the podcast. Okay. So, if you've worked out in the past nine years, there's a chance that um, you drank a protein shake. Mm -hmm. made by the company Cytosport, mm -hmm. which makes muscle milk. Currently, they are go undergoing a class action lawsuit. Mm -mm. Let me see if I can find it. Yes. Here it is right here. If you go to www. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Did I say something funny? <laughs> yeah. What? Nothing. What did I say? You're giving a website. www.leanproteinsettlement.com You'll notice that there is a class action lawsuit. It says if you purchase Cytosport or Muscle Milk ready-to-drink shake products or muscle protein powder products, you could receive a cash payment as part of a cash action lot of cash action settlement. Important date, September 16th. That's coming up pretty soon. Claim form deadline. You got to submit your claim by that date, September 16th. That's your magic number. So what you can do is if you have receipts of all the um, Cytosport products that you um, purchased, mm -hmm. you can get compensated for every single one of those dating back to, I think it's 2011. If you don't have any receipts, you can just get $25 cash. Hmm. So like me, unfortunately, I don't have any. Did you drink that stuff? Damn right I did. When I was playing college baseball, oh. that was one of the, uh, one of, it was like on an approved list that you mm -hmm. could mm -hmm. drink from. Because mm -hmm. some of the other supplements out there had like banned substances or stuff like that. So everybody was drinking muscle milk. I think muscle milk is still out there. Yeah, it's still out there. So why is it bad? Uh, it had to do with something of not not necessarily uh, deceptive advertising. I think was a claim that they had something in there that wasn't. Let's see if I can read. Okay, here we go. Alleging that it made false and misleading statements about the protein content content of the ready-to-drink products and allegedly misleading lean and L-glutamine claims on the protein powder products. Defendant denies the plaintiff's allegations and any wrongdoing. The proposed settlement creates a $12 million settlement fund from which to pay class member claims and other costs and expenses related to the litigation and settlement as detailed below. I'm not going to go through all this, but you can go through it. I've already signed up. Um, I signed up for this one. I signed up for the Yahoo email data breach. And then I signed up for another one. I forget what it was. Oh, GoDaddy. GoDaddy, you can get $35 or a hundred. What's GoDaddy? It's web hosting. Oh. So in the years that they're getting sued for, 
they sent out like a text message or something and they're getting sued like 25 million dollars for it mm. just a text message crazy yeah can't be making mistakes when you're a big corporation yeah absolutely that's why they have the professionals in there to make sure they're not doing anything dumb but i guess something always happens yeah very true so get your money so what are you gonna get 25 dollars yeah i'm gonna get 25 dollars from this one you should shine up too get 25 dollars no. buy yourself another grill cover what if 25 dollars can do for me i can do without it I'm just kidding. <laughs> nah, it's okay. <laughs> what do you have to do? Sign up? You just type in your email and type in your phone number that you had. Just if you had an old phone number. And then that's it. Because they have to review yeah. the phone number that you provide. You obviously cannot fraudulently... Why, why am I saying phone number? Um, I just don't want to lie, you know? it's I, I, I'm a truthful person if i didn't purchase it i didn't purchase it yeah don't. don't do it if you didn't exactly so i'll just pass ow does my hair get in your anyways i think it's been about an hour anything else you want to talk about before we head off no just um that uh we'll see what the future brings <laughs> Meaning, see you in two weeks, and we'll see what happened. Relax. Why are you giving me that face? Like I said, the dumbest thing ever. <laughs> we'll see. I'm we'll shit testing you. We'll tune in. Tune in next two weeks. All right. See you, nerds. Nerds. See you later. Alligators. In a wild crocodile. Bye bye. <laughs>